Welcome back to another episode of Millennium Live. I'm the host, Connor Tui. I'm very excited to welcome back DigiB to the podcast. They are a very innovative company doing awesome things. And today we have a digital transformation chat. And to discuss with me today all things digital transformation and what's happening over at DigiB, we have Matt Durham. He's the head of market strategy over at DigiB. Matt, I want to welcome you to the podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me, Connor. I appreciate it. Of course. So let's jump right in and 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 talk about digital transformation and and really just to kick things off, you know, you, we've been we've been talking about digital transformation for uh, quite some time now. Uh, I can remember our, our my first uh, digital transformation assembly with Millennium Alliance all those years ago. What's what's the current state of digital transformation? What are you seeing out there? Well, it has it is a topic that's been around for a long time. You're right. Uh, I think a former employer of mine, the CEO, published a book on it about ten years ago. I mean, it's been along around for a long time. Um, and the reason it's still around is because it's a challenge that doesn't go away. Clearly, the pandemic rapidly accelerated um, what to that point had been really relatively slow realization. Uh, of digital digital transformation um, initiatives, and that that momentum has continued since since the pandemic. IDC recently noted that um, digital transformation investments will accelerate by about sixteen and a half percent CAGR over the next couple of years. And what's more interesting than the growth rate is that 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 they will become about fifty five percent by IDC's estimates of all technology investments by the end of twenty four. That is a fascinating statistic to me. Yeah. So, um, so really, to me, the message is clear: if you're not heavily investing in digital transformation, you're going to be left behind. I I can agree with that. So, you know, you know, Matt, DigiB is enabling organizations you know, to build flexible, highly scalable integration architecture, and I want to talk about integration and and the the use of it and the power of it so how can integration power digital transformation yeah well thanks for the question obviously that's what we're really focused on and interested in and and i think in my experience having worked in the integration industry for most of the last 23 years since 2000 is it's still the case that one of the most successful ways to focus um, digital transformation initiatives, initiatives is based on introducing, expanding agility and software systems. Um, so there's a ton of value in legacy systems and legacy systems don't always need to change, but they do have a lot of architectural, um, excuse me, they don't typically have the architectural agility required to support digital transformation initiatives. So integration is a key, maybe the key, um, enabler of digital transformation when new solutions are implemented. For instance, a commerce solution, imagine a retailer mo modernizing its core operations by implementing a headless commerce solution that is an e-commerce platform decoupled from its back backend. Um, in this scenario, you could imagine integration, smarter integration would feature the use case of a, a cloud native integration platform as a service, such as our DigiBee Enterprise platform, 
um, to provide connectivity to those decoupled systems, allowing the retailer in this example to pivot as required to anticipate changing market requirements. We've done that sort of work with, with a couple of customers, a handful of customers, and it's really helped those retailers to continue their own journey um, along digital transformation. So uh, you, you did mention that smarter integration. What is, what is smarter integration? What does that mean? What does that look like? Yeah, so for us, it means integration that's built on, on a cloud-native architecture that leverages, number one, that two, leverages integration tools that simplify the experience for developers via a low-code platform. So this approach reduces time to market. It also reduces errors during the development and deployment process of the integrations. And ultimately, it reduces technical debt. So smarter integration embraces the idea that integration is an enabler of organizational priorities, um, not certainly not an end unto itself. So, you know, are there organizations out there that shouldn't be focused on digital transformation at this point? Or, you know, what are you seeing in in terms of how and how important is digital transformation? How how important is it to go to the cloud? And and um, is it is it something that organizations shouldn't be focused on right now, or or is, is should everybody be focused on digital transformation? I mean, I can't imagine any type of an organization that shouldn't be focused on digital transformation. Um, there's simply no organization that lo- leverages software in any way um, that can't be- benefit from digital transformation. Even a, a hypothetical company, maybe that you and I had founded yesterday, right? Um, that was born in the cloud will really shortly find the need to adapt and transform. It's just the reality of today's competitive landscape. Mm. So, so what are some examples out there? You know, maybe some examples and case studies that you've seen of of successful digital transformation and how it's helping organizations move forward. Yeah, I mentioned um, earlier. Uh, I referred to a couple of retail customers that we have, and one of those is Payless Shoes. So Payless, this is a brand they're probably all familiar with. They adopted a new e-commerce platform, which is a strategic investment for any retailer. Payless wanted to sell their physical inventory that they had in stores online as well. Um, and and they, they integrated the inventory in the stores, over 200 of them in 15 countries in less than 30 days in the lead up to Black Friday to their e-commerce, their new e-commerce platform, as well as their existing backend infrastructure. In doing so, Payless made their in-store inventories available to all their customers in real time via their e-commerce platform. So that's a great example of digital transformation where Payless has really introduced a more more fully realized um, omni-channel experience for their customers and fully leveraged um, the totality of their inventory to do so. That's very interesting. I, that's, I mean, that's fascinating. So, especially the timing of that. It's, I want to talk about the retail sector and uh, what you're seeing out there. Are there specific trends around digital transformation? And I'm, I'm sure there are, and I'm sure you can discuss that with us. And and if, but if so, you know, are there specific technologies? on top of that, that are critical for that success and for that successful transformation? 
Yeah, I, it's there are um, some some really interesting trends in, in the retail industry. Um, Wharton uh, recently published a case study, uh, which they called, for example, of digital transformation in retail, and anybody could find it pretty quickly with a simple search. The four they focused on um, are store branded apps. So, you know, instead of a generic shopping experience, you're shopping with whatever it is your favorite brand, right? Um, personalization. Uh, virtual shopping experiences. So think about um, think about um, having um, the ability to leverage then forth augmented reality to see how that rug might look in your living room or whatever. All these are really interesting, and I'm sure we've all experienced many examples of these. I'd add one to the list, which is omni-channel. Um, I think it's the biggest overall trend in retail IT. And in terms of specific technologies that are critical for successful transformation, of course, there are a lot. And there's a lot of advancement in terms of the very specific requires, requirements excuse me, that, that retailers have. Um, I think, and obviously, I'm, I'm a little bit prejudiced based on my employer that I think integration is completely core to this. But, but let me say something that's, that's really not about technology. Organizational and human efforts for transformative initiatives are really more important than the technology themselves. So again, this is coming from a guy that works for a software company, right? So every organization pursuing transformation, digital or otherwise, has to be primarily focused on the outcomes that are desired, how to achieve them, and the impact on and what's required from the people involved. Um, so, so yes, they're really important technologies, but, but, but boy, the, the structural organizational human elements are just totally critical. Yeah, well said, Matt. <laughs> so, you know, I, I I don't want to take up too much time. I just have a couple more questions for you uh, for the podcast. But, um, you know, we're talking about digital transformation, and I think we have been talking about it for a while, as you mentioned earlier. It can be daunting for a lot of organizations. So... You know, I, I love the fact that Digibee can come in and, and help, you know, a wide variety of global enterprises on this digital journey that they're on. So do you think do you think digital transformation could be addressed, you know, with an you know an iterative approach, uh, you know, something that they, we could do daily to continue this growth and to continue the success of transformation? Yeah, I think an iterative approach is the only way to do it. I think um, uh, digital transformation is probably never done. And, and the reason is that business requirements are constantly changing. And none of us are really smart enough um, or, or prescient enough to know what's going to happen tomorrow or next week, next month, next year that we need to pivot towards. So a sort of big bang approach. Uh, we're just going to go do it and get it done. And then, you know, it's, we're, we're moving on to the next thing. I just don't think that that's realistic. Um, so I think, again, digital transformation never ends. It evolves. Um, I think we're all going to be working in a mode where we're focused on several concurrent initiatives for many, many years to come as it relates to transformation. <laughs> well, it's funny, Matt. I was going to ask you, uh, you know, as a Follow-up last question, uh, you know, where where you see the future? You've you've been in the industry a long time. Uh, you've had a very fruitful, successful career, and uh, you know more about this than than many. So, you know, maybe in in perhaps however you would like to answer to 
short-term growth, uh, maybe five to 10 year goals of where do you think digital transformation, we, we saw how it was 10 years ago and perhaps, perhaps you, you definitely did. Whereas what, what does the next 10 years look like? What does a digital transformation look like in 10 years? Well, I think that there'll be, um, unfortunately there'll be other black swan events like the pandemic, perhaps some sort of conflict, you know, uh, obviously the, the war in Ukraine is, has substantially impacted the way a lot of companies do business. And it's not just things like, you know, agricultural exports and oil and things like that, that we heard about, but, you know, I'm aware of companies that had a lot of employees in both Ukraine and Russia, mm. that they worked very hard to um, protect one way or another. And that's another example, right? So, so I think that there will be another black swan event in the next 10 years. I think that's just what happens. And um, in fact, there are probably multiple. So there'll continue to be pivots. I think the other thing that's going to happen is we're going to see different types of partnerships and relationships. So again, thinking about macroeconomic and global challenges that we have, um, think about the supply chain crisis that hit and, and a lot of companies reconsidering their very, very strong commitment to China as a manufacturer. I wouldn't be surprised to see that change. And so, you know, we see a lot of people in, uh, as digital transformation leaders, chief digital transformation officers or something like that, I think that those sorts of roles will become more common. And I think that their their roles will probably mix a bit, perhaps with the technology leaders in companies. Um, I think maybe that's maybe that's a position or rather a prediction I would I would put a stake in the ground on that we'll see. A merging of the roles of sort of the digital transformation leader and the and the and the IT leader, um, maybe that's a good way to end it. Yeah, I agree. Well, you know, Matt Durham, head of market strategy over at DigiB, thank you so much for for joining the podcast and and for talking with me about you know enterprise integration and how DigiB is is really allowing these enterprises to compete and excel. In, uh, in this rapidly changing digital environment. Uh, thanks for your time. And uh, we hope to see you soon at a Millennium Alliance event. Thanks so much. I appreciate it.